to She Rates Dogs, the podcast. I'm Michaela, and I'm Matt, and we are talking about self care today. Hell yeah! We're gonna talk about our favorite tips, answer some questions, and just have a conversation about what works for us. There's so many different kinds of self care, and you know whether it's just your daily upkeep for normal, healthy, happy mindset, or getting out of a really dark dark toll. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of different things that you can do to help and I'm super excited to talk about it. Um, going into this week, Matt and I did sync cycles again. I will say like, I think it's the moon, but we had a very like anxious day. We text each other at the same time. Being yeah, like, it was like yesterday. So yeah. we record this on Thursday. So it would have been Wednesday mm-hmm. um, last week when you guys hear it. But I was just feeling like anxious all day. Yeah, Not stomach like a, didn't feel good yeah. because I was just like anxious. And then I texted Mad about. He's like, me too. <laughs> I was literally about to text her and be like, I'm feeling because I tell we tell each other every time we're feeling like right. down or anxious or anything. So we I was about to text her and she sends me that text and mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, I think it's the moon. It is. And we I'm, do think it's the moon. And then today it, it's Thursday, so it's supposed to be like this very powerful manifestation day. Uh-huh. So I don't know. Yesterday I guess it was throwing us <laughs> off, but today is a powerful. Moon today day. is a great day we feel great mm-hmm. um well i do at least yeah matt helped me clean the um first floor of my home yes we took out so much trash <laughs> which is really a great thing and that you know what self-care yes, that definitely we did it to pre- uh, prepare ourselves it's for a this fundamental episode. thing for self-care <laughs> um i got a weird dm and i forgot to mention this last week so when I was in eighth grade, I had my first kiss and it was a boy that I was dating. I didn't really know him, but you know, in eighth grade, people are like, oh, you guys should be together. And you're like, okay, we're in a relationship now. Uh-huh. Basically, I kissed this boy. I cried after I broke up with him. I think I've told that story before. <laughs> Last week, his older brother DM'd me what? on Instagram. You didn't tell me this. I know. I forgot. Just saying like, miss you. <gasps> and I... <laughs> Why? I don't know. I didn't reply. And then the next day he messaged me again saying, do you miss me? His older brother? Yes. The older brother of like this random first kiss I had in eighth grade. What? I don't know why. What was your relationship with like or what? I don't. I mean, like, I think I had had a few conversations with him. Also, when I was in high school, the older brother's definitely like hotter. Yeah. Than the- <laughs> <laughs> But like I never I don't think I ever no I didn't ever hang out with him or like, like know him yeah. or like I don't think I have his phone number. I don't, like it was very random. Huh. Very the, random. When was this? So this was like in high school or junior high or something? In junior high was the first kiss, yeah. yeah. And he just messaged you? Yeah. Ew. <laughs> I don't know what I, you, ew. I thought it was weird. Um <laughs> felt like mentioning it. So <laughs> that was something that happened in my life. And then He's gonna listen to this and hear you probably. that you called him like the hotter brother and his oh head gosh. is gonna be so big. <laughs> well he yeah, he is. Um but then <laughs> But then another thing I, so everyone knows I've been on like new medications and it's been actually going really well. Like the Vivance and the Zoloft that I'm taking <laughs> combined, they have actually improved my mood a She's lot. She's been so great but and such a great mood. Just like so inspired yes. every day. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so excited to do this, this, this. However, there is There's one <laughs> a little problem, problem did arise. <laughs> so I have to like take um, my heart rate. I have to like record it. I discovered, like, I noticed that my heart had been beating really fast. Yeah. And every time I took it, it was at least, like, 125, 130-something. So she, she like, showed me her heart rate, mm-hmm. and I was like, 
oh, me being the guy who has a medical background. Right. I was a biology major. You did study for the medical LSAT exam yes, or whatever. Exactly. Tried to get in. And I, I did mine, which was like 75, a heart rate of 75. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. mine's normal. Yours is just a little high. Right. I wouldn't worry too much about it. You probably don't need to see your mm-hmm. doctor about it. So it didn't slow down. And I, <laughs> I DM'd my psychiatrist like on the little, we have a little talking app with each other, just being like, hey, meds are going super great, but I will say like my resting heart rate has been about 130. <laughs> is that fine? Like everything else is cool. Just want to be fully sure. She messages me back. Be like, that's abnormal, Michaela. Please stop taking Vyvanse <laughs> right now and go to a... <laughs> And go to your um, primary care facility. Yes. I didn't go to my primary care. <laughs> I had stuff to do, but I did stop taking Vyvanse. Unfortunately, Good. I'm very upset about it because it was working for me. I, I would rather have a fast heart rate. Yeah, I, that's why I kind of was like, just ignore it. Like the pros outweigh mm-hmm. the cons. So I do know why I didn't get into medical school now. Right, because you did not warn me. You no. were Literally, I feel like that's got to be one of the easiest things, like a resting heart rate. And you studied medicine in college and like studied to be in medical school and you couldn't be I like, was like, that's fine. You couldn't warn me. Yeah, so she wasn't happy about that. I didn't go to a primary care doctor, but I was like, honestly, like, I'm fine. It's actually lower now. I didn't take Vyvanse today. And she's still trying to get me to go to the doctor and I don't fucking want to. Like, I don't have a primary care doctor where I live now, yeah. so I don't want to find one just to be like, my heart rate was high. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I want to take the moment to apologize for telling you you were fine. Right. Yeah. And letting it go on for like four more days. That's on me. No, I, I caught you slipping. <laughs> But yeah, um, other than that, like we've just been making TikToks all week. We have been making so many TikToks. Um, we really did go in pretty confident uh-huh. to the TikTok app, thinking we'd immediately go viral we and get like a million confident. followers. Yes, I will say it's been more difficult <laughs> than that, you guys. Like we've actually had to put effort into yes. learning this specific app. So my plan has just been to just like use all my old viral tweets and right. just turn them into a video, which yeah. sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm trying that i just don't understand how these people are like dancing and getting like a million favorites exactly i'm pouring my heart and soul well that's why we thought it would be so easy because like the viral people were not (laughs) that great no but i fucking love this app and i will say it is the only one that i can scroll and like i don't feel like my mental health has been hurt after yeah i don't know maybe i just follow like super negative people on Twitter or negative Twitter's just negative in general yeah. but the energy of that app definitely is bad for you meanwhile like TikTok you can make your algorithm whatever you want yeah. you can be positive and happy and you like, just like watch one video of like uh-huh. a witch and then the next thing you know your whole feed is covered with like witchcraft TikTok which exactly. I fucking love and nothing lasts that long so you can't really get in your feels you just kind of scroll and you're always <laughs> <Yeah>. feeling <laughs> it's amazing we love TikTok yeah so that's what we're doing follow us on TikTok TikTok but yes um, some of these self-care tips actually did come from this app, which uh-huh. is why I wanted to mention it because I, my obsession right now on TikTok is like therapists who are on TikTok. Michaela will send me like there, which I, I love that mm-hmm. she does this, but she'll send me like five TikTok videos about like self-improvement a day, <laughs> which I appreciate a I lot. I spend <laughs> hours 
watching these. I oh my gosh, there's a girl who made a TikTok where she was like, every time I go through a breakup, my friends say, take some time and work on yourself. I can't keep doing that because that's less people in my dating pool because I'm so like, I'm so thoughtful and like fulfilled <laughs> now that that's less people I can date. And you tweeted about it, right? Mm-hmm. And and then she said she's been following me for three years and yeah. now we're friends and we're gonna hang out. I want to hang out with her too. We're gonna yeah because we talked and she I said all the only person I see is Matt, but like maybe we can have you know like a pandemic like park yeah. type like meet Adventure up sometime. She's like yes we can all hang out. I'm like that's perfect. But she yeah, seems very fun. We're um we're integrating. We're following therapists. Mm-hmm. It's actually fun because it's given me some podcast recommendations too. Yeah. Like, people that I like on TikTok. I've been trying to listen to more podcasts, Mm -hmm. which is another good self-care thing. I think podcasts feel a little bit more productive than other social media just like scrolling through like yeah Twitter or like you learn like some stuff yeah. and you feel like you're kind of hanging out with your friends it exactly. socializes you a little bit exactly which i'm happy that people feel that way about our podcast mm-hmm. people definitely always say they feel like they're hanging out with us and you are you are you're right here next you're to right us you're right here and we love that <laughs> okay so we do have Tinder bio Tuesday. Tinder bio Tuesday. I have one that's like, the thing is, it's kind of short. Okay. But it's worth mentioning. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a short. Okay. Matthew, I don't wear masks. Add me on Snapchat. Ride bareback. Can you repeat that? I don't wear masks. Oh my God. He's Add a- me on Snapchat. Ride bareback. He's a don't cowboy. Don't look excited. Oh my I God. Sh- he's I- a cowboy. I made the mistake of showing Matt his photo. <laughs> Wow, he is very attractive. So I'm going to say negative 10 out of 10 because he's like a murderer. <laughs> right. Basically uh-huh. saying that he doesn't wear masks. That's actually, <laughs> that, that actually means murder yes. in uh, 2021, in 2021 yeah. and 2020. So congratulations for bragging about that. Yes. I do hate you. Yeah. Um, if he wore a mask, I would be all about it. But I'm just, mm-hmm. I have to ignore the fact that he is a cowboy and give him a negative eight out of 10 because I don't yeah. like killers. I showed you because it says ride bareback and I wanted you to have the context, mm-hmm. but I didn't want you to get excited about the look of like. Can I tell you something? <laughs> Before I was out to my parents, mm-hmm. I, okay. I was trying to make myself seem cool and be like, yeah, I've had sex. So I was like talking to my mom one day. And I was no. like, I only do it bareback. That means like anal, right? Like ah! I just added I myself. <laughs> I don't know why I was having this conversation with my mom. (laughs) I hope she doesn't remember that because I like think about it. I'm like, ew. (laughs) Just like oversharing. And your mom's like, why? (laughs) That poor woman. I love you, mom. I actually saw something on Twitter and I forgot I was going to ask you because we've done that. Like you have bad taste, Uh but it was a smasher pass. And it seemed like someone that could go either way. Mm -hmm. Kermit the frog. Ooh. He is green, mm-hmm. but he's a little too hairless for me. He's kind of skinny as yeah, well. Yeah, he's like a skinny little hairless guy. So not pass? for me. Pass. Yeah. But what if he... If he had hair... Asked, though. If he asked me to... Like, have in, sex with you. Well, I mean, you know how I have trouble saying no, so mm-hmm. probably yes. Would I enjoy it? At the time, yes. <laughs> Would I be regretful afterwards? 100%. Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> You tell me so well. <laughs> Did you give that one the one I get how to Negative rating? eight. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, I got one for you. So this kind of goes back to our one of the guys we talked about last week, the mm-hmm. non-committal guy. So this one's name is Jay. Okay. Looking for a friends with benefits, a girlfriend type that is not my girlfriend. 
We do everything like dating without the title. Let's have a good time and a fun time. At first, I only talk on Snapchat until I know you better. No Snapchat. Please don't reply. Not down for friends with benefits fun. Don't reply. So he's looking for... He's looking for a relationship without the title? Yes. Why? I don't know. I don't get what they think is different about like... It's just a title. Not calling someone... like. When they specifically want to do everything that a committed relationship is, yeah. they're like, yeah, we'll be exclusive. We'll talk all the time. We'll hang out all the time. But I'll buy don't you stuff. dare fucking but call But we're not going to use that word. Yeah. Like, what, what is <laughs> the... Know. We should probably try to revisit that at another time yeah. and, like, have a study on that. Because like, what do they think is different? I don't know. I don't understand it. It's literally the same thing, mm-hmm. just without the title. And the title seems so, like, like, who cares? And you would still have to have a breakup with that person. Yeah. So, like, even if you're not calling them your girlfriend, like, that doesn't mean you can prevent having to break up with them yeah so like there's really nothing that you're saving yourself maybe he has from. another girlfriend and maybe he, it but helps still. with guilt about other things yeah I we don't definitely know. need to revisit this let's put a pin in that <laughs> and like <laughs> try to find some people who have done this and might have answers for us okay if or, you have answers yeah, please dm us dm why? us or email because i have never gotten that no i haven't either um i guess i'll give it a negative five out of ten because i don't like it but honesty makes it better than others Mm -hmm. so Um, i'm gonna give it a negative seven out of ten because he was very like insistent on only using snapchat at first right and i just think that's creepy i don't get good vibes from this guy also i've noticed on tiktok there's such a thing with j names i keep seeing stuff about j like that they're douchey or just or like yeah or just like that it's i think a a joke that um because they'll be like this person's your soulmate and then it starts with this letter it's a j (laughs) like there's just it's like a trend j names yeah whatever Hmm. um i got one more okay can i share it with you yes my closest friend don't tell anybody else okay Due to COVID restrictions, I was made aware that you might be having a vitamin D deficiency. Then Amazon's got me fucked up because I got this large package and I'm not sure where to deliver it. So I went online for help after that and found out that going down on you is considered a Russian thing. Okay, I might be wrong on that, that part. To to that, I didn't stutter. That was what he said. Okay. You know how the internet be sometimes. If you know a funnier way to say I like great sex, personality, and a slice of humor, hit me up. Open mind and weed vibes. Um, okay. So I just mm-hmm. don't like the mat the COVID jokes to get into someone's pants are like weird for me. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's just a weird thing to use to have sex with someone. I agree. It's also weird to put a pickup line in your bio. Mm-hmm. Even if it's like it's already bad to DM it to somebody, but like to just have it in your bio, everyone that like they already know you're sending it to multiple people, but yeah. now they just know now it's like, know. I want to fuck you, but it's to everyone. <laughs> like <laughs> I want to deliver it's you just, my D. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not like clever. They're never as clever never as clever. they think they are. I'm going to give it a negative five out of 10. You know what? I'm going to give it a negative four out of 10. Okay. So I actually have one that's very similar to that. Okay. I'm going to read it. Okay. Uh, so this is Evan. Okay. He's six, three lady, six, three. So true. Uh, <laughs> So his bio reads, stop the spread of COVID. Let me use your crotch as a mask. Friends are cool too. Talk to me about dogs or is existential. Existential. (laughs) Okay. Talk to me about dogs or existential dread. Not me in the photo. That person doesn't exist. Don't worry. I'm better looking. Recently single and it turned out my ex doesn't handle breakups well. Who knew? And then with like the arms up emoji. (laughs) Um, So a couple things about this. Another stupid COVID. Right. Let me get in your pants joke. Mm -hmm. Um. 
not me in the photo. Why? Why don't you just put yourself yeah. in the fucking photo? And also, why mention your ex? And yeah. also, clearly, you're not dealing with the breakup well if you're fucking <laughs> if you're, talking about it in your dating app profile. If, it, if it's in your bio. You're about, not handling it well. No, like, it is you. You are the problem, sir. Which, like, if you're calling your ex, like, problematic yeah. most of the time that's it is a, you that's like a step ahead of my ex is crazy yeah. like all my exes are crazy he's putting it in his dating app his bio. Dating bio. my ex isn't handling our breakup well but like if you want to meet up it's not the guy in the photos but you'll meet someone and i'll be cool and in it <laughs> so bad so bad so i'm gonna give this one a negative nine out of ten yeah i'm gonna give it a negative nine out of ten too okay i almost don't want to point this out because i don't want people to be noticing it but my mouth is making weird noises and it was last week too i'm trying to drink water a lot she's drinking a lot of water but like this. my meds have made my mouth go yum, yum, yum. Yeah. so um i'm sorry if that's something you're hearing it's kind of like what's it when people do the asmr yeah So let's get into our main topic of self-care. We did get some questions about this. There is like, honestly, we could do a lot of episodes about this because Mm -hmm. our podcast in general, it focuses on self-care a lot. But there are definitely specific things that I've found over the years, even like more recently, that have genuinely helped me a lot. Mm -hmm. One thing that I've noticed like while learning about self-care is it really reminds me of the way that like religious or spiritual people do things, which sounds weird, but like I remember what I grew up super religious and it always made me feel good, like being in church. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, when I went to like church camp for the summer, I'd come back feeling so good. And I don't believe in God now, but like I do realize that like a lot of people find fulfillment and joy from it. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's because or not always but there are so many similarities in self-care like when I'm doing my at night like out loud talking about what I'm grateful for like what I'm proud of Mm -hmm. it's literally how I used to pray it's like here's what I did today God like thank you for this you list the things that you're happy about Uh you list the things that like you want to work on it literally like mimics sort of like the way you're supposed to be in Mm -hmm. religion and I've also noticed like you know being charitable is so good for your mental health and that's something that they try to focus on in religion or like you know not focusing your life around material things things focusing it around like a greater power and like finding your best talent to serve God is very similar to like thinking about what you really want for yourself visualizing and like manifesting all of these things I feel like are so so similar to religion Mm -hmm. which is really interesting to me and I think I'll probably point it out a few times over the course of this episode when it comes up because I'm, I'm just always thinking about how interesting that is and I'm agnostic so like I don't believe in any specific religion but I think if you take parts of a lot of different religions there's a lot that comes out of it that um, can benefit you mm-hmm. and I and I've just always noticed that like I I don't hate religion um, I think you know human 2021 translations and interpretations of Bibles or whatever shouldn't be taken like as word for word whatever people think they're saying I don't think any bible actually is that great if you do everything that they're telling you to do but like I do notice leaving a church 
ceremony or stuff like that I felt good before because Mm -hmm. of like the energy there or just like you know having a life where you pray every day it's literally having a life where you do gratitudes and you do um like plans for your future it's like it's very it's very good practices Mm -hmm. just with not my exact beliefs yeah I I know I'm also agnostic Mm -hmm. because I I won't get too much into it I think that it's stupid to just like you said believe in one thing I Mm -hmm. think there's problems in every single thing I think they're maybe is a God, but I just haven't found one that I like fully believe in whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, but my mom is someone who always says like, you need to be more religious. And I get where she's coming from because I do feel like a lot of the times I just think that like being religious, I see what she's saying because I think being religious kind of gives you like that purpose in life. Yeah. If you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's, um, and I think I've quoted on this podcast before, but if you, value like beauty more than anything you'll Mm -hmm. never feel beautiful enough yeah if you value wealth more than anything you'll never feel wealthy enough so if you if the main thing to you is this higher power like you aren't going to feel so shitty about all of those other things that people tend to like get insecure about or put all their worth on Mm -hmm. so there are so many like reasons why religion but not exactly religion and if you are religious and you're listening, like totally fine. Yeah. We don't, I don't dislike religion. We're not shitting on And this you is for part it. of why I'm agnostic and not atheist is because like, I know that there are so many benefits for so many people to having religion, mm-hmm. but I just think it's an interesting concept and something that I've been paying attention to because I used to feel bad that I didn't believe in God because I do remember like church related things making me feel better you know so it's weird because you know you get that like healing feeling mm-hmm. and, like you feel good about stuff and charitable and happy and whatever but self-care so many similarities yes. and i'm excited to talk about it yes 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 so one of the earliest times i think self-care really hit me mm-hmm. was when i was like in high school or junior high or something mm-hmm. um so i used to be like an, a very angry child I used to like get in fights with my parents a lot. And I think a lot of people who know, know me now know that I'm not like an angry person at, right, all. Not at all. Yeah, no, I never get mad anymore. But I did have to see like an anger management therapist for a while. And that was kind of like a breakthrough for me. It mm-hmm. wasn't it, like it was nice. She gave me a lot of like tips how to handle my anger and stuff. Yeah. But I also think just having a therapist, having someone to like talk to you about all your problems mm-hmm. is something that's super important and that everybody should be like using because they're so unbiased they like they don't know you personally unless you tell them something and honestly I have said it before like I think everyone should be in therapy Mm -hmm. and I know it's expensive so that's not an option like there are other like ways to talk to somebody that you can find or you know there's like ways that people can help you but if I have children Mm -hmm. I will be like (laughs) putting them in therapy at an early age Mm -hmm. because there's nothing like they're not going to feel like there's something wrong with them and like childhood trauma doesn't mean that like you didn't have a roof over your head and Mm -hmm. your parents didn't do their best yeah like you can have childhood trauma and have unresolved things that you need to speak about and like you need to work through and learned behaviors your love map like all of these things can happen even if you came from a household that was good Mm -hmm. and one thing that stuck out to me is like just because other people have it worse doesn't mean that you can't talk also, about like your issues because mm-hmm. you know just because other people are happier than you doesn't mean you won't let yourself be happy yeah. so like you any <clears throat> issues you have 
they're valid and Mm -hmm. childhood trauma often presents itself in um people's 20s and 30s which i didn't realize until recently oh really yeah so like you could be in a relationship and um triggers reveal trauma that's Mm -hmm. something that i've learned over the years and it's like a little phrase that i try to keep in mind so when someone has this crazy reaction to something if you find yourself having a reaction to something it's because you have an unresolved trauma Mm -hmm. and you might feel guilty talking to a therapist because you know your parents did your best or like you had a good life but um there are so many different things that you can address and I would say that that for both Matt and I like talking to someone his anger management therapy and then I just went to a therapist originally for like ADHD but then obviously for you know depression and uh, other traumas that I had to unpack Mm -hmm. that were the issues behind a lot of my failures and it was such a wonderful, I don't know how else to describe it, the turning point for me mm-hmm. going to therapy for the first time. Yeah. Obviously, like ADHD is a totally different thing than depression and like trauma and unpacking why you are the way you are because it's like, I don't know, they're very different things. Mm-hmm. But um, therapy is definitely the start for both of us yeah. that we would recommend yeah. to everyone. And I, I am actively like trying to see a therapist but i think it's so Mm -hmm. important because everybody has like problems no matter how small or how big yeah we all have problems we didn't go through childhood like unscathed is that the right word right exactly um so i think it's just important to have someone you can like vent to and talk to who who will do nothing but like listen yeah even if you like had a sibling that your parents paid more attention to Mm -hmm. and you felt like nothing you did was good enough, that can spiral into these huge issues that you have in your 20s and relationships that you don't realize Mm -hmm. like why you act the way you act or why you have a certain attachment type. Mm -hmm. I got the book Attached and Matt and I are going to read that and hopefully we'll be able to talk about it next week. But it talks about the attachment types, which is like anxious, secure and avoidant. And that also goes back to your childhood. But yeah, there's so many stuff to unpack there. But for everyday self-care versus super depressive state self-care, that's one of the main questions we got. Mm -hmm. So I want to start with the super depressive. So like if you are in a very deep hole, like what are some of the first things you can do to start getting out of that? Mm -hmm. And one of the things that was really helpful for me, first of all, is realizing It's not going to be this switch of you're in bed all day and then the next day you get up and you do everything that you need to do. Like you clean everything, you talk to all your friends, you check in on all your relationships, you do your homework, you like do all the work you need to do. It's not going to happen like that. Mm -hmm. What you should be doing is feeling good for the things you can do. So put together a list of the things that make you happy what like in life are the things that bring you joy Mm -hmm. and maybe for one week you do one of those things a day and then maybe the next week you can do two of those things a day and you might feel that you're like rewarding yourself for you know taking out the trash right by sitting in bed or watching tv for a few hours and then eventually you'll realize like you're doing stuff that makes you happy and like you don't need that reward as much. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important. Michaela used the example of taking out the trash. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be some like huge extravagant, like I just ran five miles or something. It can be something as small as like taking out the trash or putting the dishes up. Mm -hmm. Don't, you don't have to feel like you have to like do the world's work in just one day. One of the things for like 
if you're going through possibly a breakup and that's the cause of the really deep hole you're in or the loss of something you're grieving, um, making a list of things that make you happy in the sense of like whether it's dancing or being with friends, Mm -hmm. you find stuff that you love to do and then you start to give yourself those things and like you love yourself and give yourself the love the way that you would for another person. Mm -hmm. So like if you love watching sunsets maybe that's on your list and you try to bring those things into your life so that you're giving yourself the life that fulfills you Mm -hmm. um and like it's not always easy and it's okay to like feel really bad most of the day but just working those things in Mm -hmm. like progress it happens a little little by little yeah and I think another um, you had mentioned like breaking up with some th- someone putting you mm-hmm. in your depressive episode. I'm someone who when we break up, I'm constantly checking their like social medias and everything like that. And I oh, know yeah, you, you gave me that. this advice, <laughs> but mute them or block them yeah. or do whatever unfriend them, do whatever you have to do. So you're not mm-hmm. seeing like their face on there. If you're like me, where you if seeing their face on your timeline or whatever is going to like keep you down in that dark place, mm-hmm. you need to do those steps and. I like put it off for so long and then I finally did it. And it honestly feels so much better when you're not like forced to like look at their faces or new relationships or anything like that. And it's like we've talked about with the gratitudes and what you're proud of and saying those things like having something that made you happy each day and then something that you're proud of because Mm -hmm. those are the things that are going to give you a sense of purpose. Those are the things that are going to make you love yourself and feel good about yourself. So for me, if I take out the trash that day and I like dance yeah, or we, something like we that. We do the Xbox Just Dance Yeah, I play thing. Xbox Just Dance. That's something that makes me happy. Yeah. So I've done two things that day and maybe they only took an hour of my day. Mm-hmm. But like I'm going to bed with one thing that made me happy and one thing that I'm proud of. And it starts to build on itself mm-hmm. and like give me a little bit of a sense of feeling better. Mm-hmm. And it's really just giving yourself compassion in those times once you start to get out of the hole a little bit or even before that like I know we've talked about it before but really like either journaling or um even talking out loud to yourself I found that to be really helpful for me I'll talk to myself about um I'll check in and say how are you feeling Michaela and I'll have a conversation with myself Mm -hmm. out loud about how I'm feeling and then sometimes it works the way therapy works um, in the sense that I uncover what I really am hoping for or I'll uncover like what is really bothering me and checking in with yourself and talking out loud it's it seems silly it's a little bit like praying or whatever Mm -hmm. but it, it makes you kind of get your sense of self And journaling is something that every therapist, I think, and every, like, if you're an addict, they recommend this. So, Mm -hmm. like, whether you're going, like, you can be addicted to so many things. So, like, this is just good practice sense. Like, journaling, manifestations, what you're happy about, uh, what you really want in life. Those things, so helpful. Matt and I have found so much. This year, since, like, January January 1st, 2021, Mm -hmm. I've been journaling every single day. I take off the weekends. Um, but I journal every single weekday and it is so helpful to be able to like get your thoughts out on paper, Mm -hmm. like write down what you feel like you can't tell other people if they're like, um, annoying you or making you angry or something. It's just such like a relief to kind of get it out and not have it built up inside of you. Yeah. Especially 
if you can't afford therapy, I would say that this is the closest thing. Yeah. Like journaling, talking to yourself. And if you do have a therapist, it's like that daily upkeep between sessions, basically. Mm-hmm. We just have found so much success with it. And it also helps, I feel like, remind me of the impermanence of things. Mm-hmm. When you're like writing down something and then you flip back in your journal to something that you said last week, you're like, oh my gosh, that feels forever ago. It reminds you what's bothering you that day isn't going to matter to you a month from now. Mm-hmm. It's not going to matter to you a year from now, like in the grand scheme yeah. of your path and your destiny. It helps you like remember that you're going to get out of that. Mm-hmm. So we both love that. Yeah. So when I'm journaling every mm-hmm. day, I do a few different things and everybody's journals looks different. Obviously, you can write whatever you want in there. Mm-hmm. But for me, I write down like I do this every day in the morning. So I write down how I'm feeling and then I highlight that feeling so I yeah. can like use it to like go back and look at other feelings and it's just easier to find. Then I just write a few sentences each day about what I'm excited for about the day. Just like talking about my emotions and stuff. Mm-hmm. Then I write it to do list because as we've talked about before, to do lists do feel good when you are able to like cross all of them off. It's very grounding. Yeah. And then, and then I also write down what I'm looking forward to, like three things I have planned for that day that I'm looking Mm -hmm. forward to. Yeah. I want to go back to the identifying how you're feeling because identifying the emotion that you're feeling is also a huge self care tip. Mm -hmm. Um, when you're not feeling awesome, there's, um, something really great about saying, okay, what am I feeling? And then you'll have like the superficial thought of like what you think you're feeling. Mm-hmm. And then you take it a step further and you identify like what's making you, what's making you feel that way. And then you take it a step further and you go like, what is my actual issue that is causing this fear or this insecurity or like this feeling right and having those reminders to yourself that thoughts or feelings are just a thought or feeling mm-hmm. and they're not necessarily facts yeah and just being like okay that's a that's a feeling that i'm having right now Mm -hmm. it helps take that take you out of it a little bit and like separate it Mm -hmm. so then i also wanted to say another part that i'm not always great at but i've found to be super helpful and is also really recommended is meditating so even if it's just two minutes a day i will say like i found that me talking to myself is pretty similar to meditating Mm -hmm. so um I try to do both, but they just make you sort of aware of what you're at, what you're feeling. Meditating is a little bit more about like the breath and the body and like grounding yourself in those ways. And um, that's another thing that's super easy that anyone can do because you can find it on YouTube for free. Um, That'll just help you in your everyday. And what's great about meditating is that it kind of just makes you forget about everything else that's happening around you and you're just focusing on yourself in that moment Mm -hmm. I love all of those things those have been really helpful to me oh a a big one that I really didn't want to forget and like the most proven way to make yourself feel better overall is to practice kindness for others Mm -hmm. um so there have been I mean like it's a scientific fact it's not just like preaching kindness for no reason even like doing volunteer work or charity or whether it's like you take out a trash bag and you pick up trash on your street one day Mm -hmm. those things like are scientifically proven to make you feel good and make you happier so uh if that's something that you can add into your life whether it's a more consistent thing like volunteering at an animal shelter um those things are going to make you so much happier Mm -hmm. so i would definitely recommend that um even if you're doing it for selfish reasons of like you wanting to be happier that's That's okay okay. because you're still doing a good thing and it's still going to make you feel better and like you doing those things are going to make you 
like a better person mm-hmm. even. <laughs> and there are so many things you don't have to, I know things are hard right now to volunteer with COVID and everything happening, but there are so many other things you can be doing for others. Like you could be helping someone get their groceries in mm-hmm. or like Michaela said, going out and picking up trash. There are multiple things you could be doing even if times are hard right now. Yeah, I mean, like, there are so many times when you probably spend a stupid $10 on something that you don't need Yeah. when using that to, like, donate to a GoFundMe or something that will really benefit someone else is actually going to make you feel better than mm-hmm. buying yourself something would have. Yeah. And I think that that's something a lot of people don't realize and it's something that you might have felt better when you're doing things from others in the past but you didn't maybe hold on to that and remember like oh this is something that really like enriched my life Uh and my mental state and you know it's another thing that you can do without having to pay money or get therapy so Mm -hmm. those are always really great Um, find something once a week or more that you can do for that I definitely wanted to make sure we mentioned that one because it's important and I also emphasize like the labeling emotions out loud Um, there was also one therapist who said like, if you're someone who has anxiety or intrusive thoughts of like not feeling good enough, a really good practice is to give that voice a name, like the name of someone that you wouldn't necessarily listen to like Chad. So if there's (laughs) a voice in your head, that's telling you that like, you don't look cute that day, Uh you can be like, shut up, Chad. Like, thanks. I'm not going to listen to that. And like, remind yourself that it's just a stupid, intrusive thought and like a stupid person instead of. An actual fact. I love that idea because mm-hmm. it literally separates you from that feeling. It's like someone else is saying that yeah. and we have no problem ignoring what other people say. It's just harder when it's in our own thoughts. Mm-hmm. So putting a name, someone else's name on it. I love that idea. I know, That's such too. a good idea. Yeah. It's, self-love is like so important and it's our brains work against us so much of the time. And, you know, if it's a body image issue, another thing that's really helpful instead of being like, I don't like the way my stomach looks today, you say three things that you're grateful that your stomach does for you Uh and love your body like you don't have to be like no it looks so good you can just say like no I'm grateful because it protects me and Mm -hmm. it like it keeps me full and like it it care it puts nutrients in the rest of my body and you you practice these ways of speaking to yourself Mm -hmm. internally or out loud to yourself and it really does like rewire your brain to be more positive towards yourself and your overall mental state. And then one thing that we did want to mention is it's really good to have a number of hobbies. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about this before. I have so many hobbies all the time. I have my ADHD hyperfixations. So, (laughs) like, it's very difficult for me. Like, I'll be super obsessed with something for a month, whether it's, like, Minecraft or Among Us or whatever it is. I was going to say, yeah. And then I'm immediately (laughs) over it. But hobbies are so good. And um, this one practice I saw was, like, have one hobby that benefits your mind one that benefits your creativity, one that makes you money, Mm -hmm. and then uh, one that helps your body. Yeah. Yeah. So like maybe the physical one is dancing or playing just dance or something like that. The money one for me would be like stocks. Like I I have fun doing the stock market or um, the podcast is technically a hobby that could make money. Uh Um, (laughs) It's not like a hobby. (laughs) It's like a job. But you know, if you started a podcast. (laughs) Yeah, it could be a hobby. Um, And then a a hobby that helps me creativity or create it. Oh God. A hobby that helps me help. <laughs> <laughs> a hobby that helps me creatively. Oh, wow. A hobby that helps me creatively, creatively, creatively. creatively. That's why we were oh saying the God. wrong word. Okay. A hobby that helps me creatively would probably be resin art. And then one that helps my mind is doing the Spanish practices. So, you did it. Oh my God. So yeah. Like, 
having a number of hobbies that help your soul and your body yeah. in a number of ways. Um, meditating could probably be one of those. Yeah. Uh, journaling could probably be one of those. For physical, I go on runs almost every day yeah. now. So uh, like take stock right now of what you're doing in your life and think like, do I have something for all of those categories? Mm-hmm. And if you don't have something for one or two of them, maybe think, oh, like what would make me feel like I'm expressing myself creatively that I'm not doing right now? Yeah. And this may be a little self plug, but for the mind one, I swear you guys, the book club has book helped club. me so fucking yeah. much and I love it. So if any of you want to be in book club, you can just DM me and I'll send you the discord link, but it actually does help you get to, and it helps you feel not so isolated during quarantine. Yeah. Especially with like good book picks. Yeah. Um, it also, it, it makes me feel like, uh, the sense of accomplishment sort of like college did because when I you finish a book. Yeah. Cause I studied uh, linguistics. So, you know, talking about books, reading books, and then talking about our takeaways was literally a course. Yeah. It's, it's very good for your mind. Yeah. And I, I think it's very good. We, we actually on this podcast, we're thinking of trying to read like either a self-help or just something um, that's socially progressive, just like some kind of book each week. And then discussing that with you mm-hmm. in the space where we usually talk about The Bachelor. Yeah. Um, and if you guys like that idea, let us know. Give us some book and, racks. Yeah. And then we could probably let you know ahead of time. And if you want to read it with us, uh-huh. then that's great. If you don't want to read it with us, we'll still give you the, the great takeaways that we have. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then you'll, you'll, listen to that um so i think that that can kind of wrap up our self-help we actually don't have a ton of time left so i think we're just going to do our bachelorette recap and skip the game for today okay but we definitely can talk about this topic for ages Mm -hmm. i have more tips and stuff that i use so i'll get into more probably in future weeks (laughs) um but they've been helping me so much and i i would say start with the journaling start with the meditation and just try tonight to like have a conversation with yourself out loud Mm -hmm. and see how see where it takes you all right so bachelor recap Mm -hmm. two big people gone MJ, okay, whatever. We don't care. Katie, our favorite Katie is gone. Yeah, so that was difficult. And there has been so much... I don't even know if drama is the right word for it, but like news in the Bachelor franchise this last week. There's obviously... we mentioned the Rachel Kirkconnell stuff last week briefly mm-hmm. but we didn't really know what had happened we just knew that there was something yeah there were just some like racism issues in the Bachelor franchise and then Chris Harrison sort of he sat down with Rachel Lindsay who was first um, black bachelorette mm-hmm. um, so she had a sit down interview with Chris Harris over like a or Chris Harrison over like zoom or something like yeah. that and um, they were talking about the other Rachel girl who had those like allegations against her. Why yeah. are you giving me that face? No, I, I'm just squinting. Oh. I was just listening to you. <laughs> you were like, don't stop. No, you're fine. Okay. Um, so, but I just, my problem with the Chris Harrison interview was that he really didn't say he thought Rachel was in the wrong for what she did. It was awkward because he just kept referring to the woke police. Mm-hmm. He kept referring to the PC brigade or whatever. And like, Listen, I know that people get canceled for stupid things or like I know that there are bigger issues than other things people get canceled for. But I have such a weird feeling about anybody who focuses more on like 
being so annoyed by the fact that people are woke now. Yeah. Or like, and and, and then just saying, you know, 2018, yeah, things that, were different then. It, he, they weren't, he actually. He was like, 2018, it was a different time. Who knows what was going on? 2018 was like two years ago, two and a half years ago. Like, it wasn't that long ago, you guys. Yeah, and like, there was definitely a lot of um, education that happened in 2020, I think, mm-hmm. on black issues. But that was not the first time. That right. was not the only time that there has been like this resurgence of information like that it's <laughs> yeah. not like this last year's the first time we've been talking about why a plantation party might be problematic right and um it just blows my mind that he was able to be like i don't it just the whole thing blows my mind because he mm-hmm. just wasn't saying it was wrong he was like i yeah. need to hear what she has to say first and rachel Lindsay brought up a good point that was saying like if it was her character being attacked, she would want to come out and say something if it was false. Mm-hmm. The other Rachel has hadn't said anything up until today, actually, Thursday. Yeah. Um, she released a statement on her Instagram, you said? Yeah, she basically just apologized. She um, she didn't address any of the specifics of like what she was had Under done attack for but i mm-hmm. i think that that was just her trying to like not make excuses for it uh-huh. i'm not sure obviously like i don't like it but, yeah and and for me in 2018 this information was just so readily available mm-hmm. it's not like she was a five-year-old yeah at um in t- 2007 I, I don't i don't fucking know but like <laughs> i just when i think of 2018 i know and I was online at the time, like that. This was so clear. Right. This yeah. was so obvious. Mm-hmm. So it it does bother me. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, she's apologizing fully. It's it's hard because you know now Matt's gonna have to talk about it. Yeah. And this episode does come out after the most recent episode of The Bachelor, so it makes more sense, I guess, for us to talk about this controversy yeah. even than like <laughs> what's going on what's in this happening? specific show. Yeah. But it is a really interesting season. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. They just brought Heather in. It's probably going to be dramatic. Yeah, why Why did they bring Heather into that? I don't know. Who cares? And also, I love, I saw a tweet that was like Chris Harrison um, asking her, he's like, what are you doing here? I didn't know you. And like, <laughs> no, you you set the whole thing up. You are. The- it's so funny because like, <laughs> we don't care if you knew. Yeah. We don't care if you set it up. Just like, don't try to insult our <laughs> intelligence. I really couldn't give a fuck like whether this is a coincidence yeah. or whether it's planned. I just care that it's happening. Yeah. So don't try to make this whole grand scheme of like, we had no idea. He's like, how did you find us? And we're like, you told her where you guys were. Like, you're literally at a different location this year. Like, what are you talking about? (laughs) But, yeah, Yeah. um, it's definitely an interesting season. It is. (laughs) We're enjoying it. Like, we're yelling at the screen a lot, but hopefully Matt finds love. I don't think I've found a new favorite yet since Katie's gone. I need need another week to process what I'm going through, and then I can decide. If they make Katie the Bachelorette, we will definitely have the time of our lives with that season. If they make... a Katie the Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. I will. I will be so excited. I texted Ellie that episode, and I was like, "This is literally what it'd be like if you or I went on the Bachelor or Bachelorette." Because she just kept repeating like stuff that clearly a therapist had taught her, which is like the absolute way that Ellie and I deal with everything. Yeah. We're like, "Okay, I hear what you're projecting right now, but that's not who I am." <laughs> yeah, she said so something like, like, "Thank you for your." She's just such a queen. I would love for her to be the next Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, those are those are our thoughts, our final thoughts for today. Uh-huh. 
Um, so if you guys are interested in the book thing, let us know. Mm-hmm. If you know about the guys who won't label relationships, if you're one of them, please hit us up about that. Please let us know why. Uh, DM us at she rates dogs pod. Our personal handles are in the bios. You can email us at she rates dogs pod at gmail.com. And if we've pissed you off or you want to just say something nice to us, call mm-hmm. us at nine two nine two seven four three two six one. And mm-hmm. follow us on TikTok. Definitely follow us on yes. TikTok. Um, there is a She Reads Dogs account, and then there is Matt and me. It's our Twitter handles. Yes. So, Very you know, easy to find. You can figure that out. <laughs> I feel like there was something else I want to say. Oh, rate us. Oh, yeah. Go rate and subscribe to us. Yeah, and if this episode helped you, send it to a friend. Mm-hmm. Send it to someone who you think could use it because we would love to expand our community yeah, of le- friends and stuff like that. Leave if us some nice comments there's some there. Good, if there was some good takeaways. Yeah. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.